Welcome to the Drunk Guys Book Club, where books aren't just for school, where book clubs aren't just for women, and Jesus Christ, that's a lot of beer. I'm Mike. I'm Nate. I'm Jimmy. And we're the Drunk Guys, and this week we are reading, what's the full title of the book? Lamb, Lamb. the Gospel According to Christ's Childhood uh, the, Pal? Uh, the Gospel According to Biff, Christ's Childhood Pal. Yeah, we've just been calling it Lamb for so long, by Christopher Moore, and we're starting with a beer. And it is from Exhibit A Brewing Company. It's called Goody Two Shoes. It's a Kulch style ale. Uh, where the hell is this? It's 4.5% alcohol. Framingham Mass. It smells bright. It smells bright. Like the Lord. Like the Messiah. It tastes like, it tastes like juice. It's a Kulch. It's, like a, it it's like, like a light apple juice almost. Yeah, I get that kind of vibe. It's very light. I mean, it's okay. It's that's fine. what you want. I wouldn't even want something light. Beer almost. Kulch is the, yeah, uh, that's kind of a Kulch the thing. light thing. Yeah. Uh, so the book is a comedy. It is a parody kind of thing. About uh, the Gospels of the, if you've heard of this Jesus figure, and it is, it is written from Levi is the character's name, whose nickname is Biff because he gets smacked in the head all the time as a kid because he was an asshole. Yeah, and that's the sound that like, he get biffed in the head. Who has been uh, resurrected in the modern era by an angel to write a New Testament of the life of Christ, another gospel. Yeah, yeah, and uh, fill in the blanks. And so what he's the book kind of has two things that are happening. Every chapter starts with. Him in the present day, talking about that experience because he's holed up in a hotel room with the angel, who's dumb. He's dumb. Yeah, dumb as a bag of doorknobs. Just the angel's a dope, and he's watching soap operas. He's like, he thinks what? they're real. Yeah. He's like, God damn it! Why would he? <laughs> I don't think he says God damn it, but he's like, he probably did, did not say God damn it. <laughs> he doesn't. She doesn't know that when she was in a coma, he had plastic surgery to look like her twin brother <laughs> <laughs> and tw- hit her child. <laughs> like that's not real. And then when he give him the... Uh, and also he believes professional wrestling is real. <laughs> but he gets the, uh, the Soap Opera Digest magazine that tells you all the shit for the week. Yes. And he's like, what, what prophet has written this? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, that's what's his name? Ra- Raziel? 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 Raziel. Raziel. Whatever. Um, Razzle Dazzle. Yeah. We'll call him that. And then the other part is the actual story Biff is telling, which is fortunately not written in the same kind of language as the Gospels, yep. you know, with the begats and the... And doths and shit like that. So the idea is it fills in the, the, the missing, time period, the missing time period between when Jesus was born and then when he was 30, 30 whatever years old. 30 is when he comes yeah. on the scene. So it fills in that, that missing like almost 30 years. Yeah. So in the guy, I forget which gospel is which, but there are four of them. And it says there's that two ex- of them that pick up when he's an adult, two of them pick up when he's a little kid and then skip everything between six and 30. Well, yeah, so basically, in the, in, I, I don't know which one's which, but one, there's like two that have the, uh, the Christmas story, but they're not even the same thing. They don't agree. One has, then there's one, at one point, in the, maybe one of those or another gospel, there's a little episode of him at the temple as a child at Passover when he gets separated from the parents and they don't know where he is and he's like talking to the priests or the Pharisees or whatever. And pretty much every, other than that, everything is him as an adult. Maybe there's a little bit of like prophecy that I'm skipping over. There's not they, a lot. They skip almost all of his life. Yeah, there's like he was born, and uh, it was it was there were signs that said he was the Messiah. That's kind of what those there's the purpose those are serving, but nothing in between. And then it's like he's thirty, and now he has a minister, you know, has disciples and shit. He's curing lepers and crap. Yeah. So anyway, this book is which is you know just supposed to be funny. It basically tells the part in the middle, and basically does a whole bunch of crazy stuff. Yep. Although not Jesus, well, not that Jesus does all the crazy stuff. Mostly Biff does the crazy stuff, and they're just along for the crazy hijinks together. One of my criticisms of this book is Biff is just pocket yes. from Fool. 
Yeah. Christopher mm-hmm. Moore writes one character who does like, he's like the funny side guy, but now he's the main character. Everything just kind of happens around him, but it's the same exact character. Yeah, he's very, and he's very witty, and he has a line, com, line for everything. And he's kind of a dick, and yeah. he fucks everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But mm-hmm. he's a true believer. Ooh, yes. How's that for a segue, Jesus? I'm going to fill that up because this is true believer. Fill up your cup with his love. apple cider. This he apple did want cider. you to fill his cup. Fill your cup. Yes, like like pink. <laughs> Raise your glass. That is true. So, uh, big ass bottle. That's pretty yummy. You're going to want to keep the rest of this. The Standard Cider Company. I dig it. That's from New York, right? Uh, New York State. Washingtonville, New York. Fucking no idea where that is. That must be upstate as fuck. Yeah, somewhere with apples. Not the big apple. No, the smaller apples. <laughs> the griggles. It's a word. Small apples. Griggles? Yeah. What? Yep. How the fuck did I not know this? It's a great word, right? God damn it. That they're, changed my life they're just They're runty apples. Do they have to be like shitty little apples? I, I, whatever runty means to you, I suppose. Okay. It's not, it's not like a not like baby apples. It's like shitty apples that never developed. I, yeah, runty. The runts. You know, like, great. Great. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say to people, they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, yo, bitch, is a real word. It is. Griggles. Griggles. So one is a griggle. Uh, yeah. Fuck. Oh, this was all worth it. <laughs> <laughs> we could quit now, I guess. Yeah. I'm done. <laughs> all right, tell us what you thought. <laughs> <laughs> this is a pretty banging cider. Yep, it's, it's good. Re- it's really good. Definitely. The ciders are all good, let's be honest. It's pretty hard to fuck up juice. It's true. <laughs> so anyway, first part of the book is when they're all kids, when there are some funny things, where uh, they play, one of the games they play as little kids is Bible stories, and they keep having to tell the younger kids, like, oh, you know what? You can play Lot's wife. No one right. wants to be Lot's wife. Yeah. <laughs> she gets turned into a pillar of salt. And they just have to stand there. It's like, Salty no, you're bitch. Lot's wife. And then they, the, whatever game they're playing, even if they're doing a different Bible story, they make the little brother be Lot's wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or, and then they, the little kids don't understand, and they start changing. They're like, let my people go. Like, no, no, we're not playing that one right now. Everybody yeah. wants to be Moses. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, he, he is the, the biggest badass in the Old Testament. Also, another thing about this that a criticism is Biff is the same character when he's four and when he's 30. It's true. True. It's yeah. 100%. All the characters kind of are. Yeah. They don't actually age. They're just younger. No. Yeah. He has the same witticisms as he does when he's an adult. Yep. It's very weird. And that nobody changes even. No, nobody they're all, like, has an it's just, it's strict. They're not one dimensional, but they are, that's who they are and that's who they will always be. Yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of, it kind of weirded me out. Well, it feels like uh, the way people used to write dialogue for, for the fucking kids Scarlet Letter movies like a couple of generations ago. And like, they just talked like little adults, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he's making, it's like, he's like a little kid making all these fucking horn dog jokes. It's like, yeah. yeah. I will comfort your mother, Jesus, when, <laughs> when your father dies. Well, he's kind of like uh, the kid in It. Oh, the, uh, Eddie, the movie version of Eddie It. Eddie the douchebag? Yeah, Eddie uh, Motormouth, or whatever the fucking name is. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. he might be. Yeah. He does all the voices. He's a morning zoo rating, radio show. Yeah. yeah, in the new movie, he has that great line where, like, this town started as a beaver trapping log. Still is, brothers, right? <laughs> Trash mouth. Trash, Trash mouth. mouth. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Talk uh, about it like it's fucking your sister. It's just like, okay, yeah. Yeah. But it's like four-year-old Jesus, his best friend. Yeah, and they call him Josh throughout the whole book because, I mean, I don't know how true this is, but I guess Jesus is like the... I thought that was probably the most Hellenization point. of Joshua. Did they named him Helen? <laughs> well, like Christ is not his last name. His middle name was Howard. I thought it was uh, titty fucking. Yeah. Jesus titty fucking Christ. <laughs> 
Oh, that's the Roman. That's the Roman. Uh, the, the, the Roman, Roman verse of the Greek. Okay. Yeah. The Vulgate Bible is uh, the Latin Bible. Yeah. Vulgar Bible. Hey. Oh. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. Anyway, Here I mean, we, you guys are right, but there's some there's some funny stuff that happens. There's so, a lot, of like uh, in the very beginning. So Jesus and so Jesus and and Biff they're like friends, and then Biff is like really likes Jesus' mom. Uh, hey, she's a virgin. Like, yeah, <laughs> not anymore. Because <laughs> he has a bunch of other siblings. But anyway, um, he does have siblings at this point. Yeah, uh, he's got a little, bunch of little ones. And then at, at one point, uh, uh, Biff is going to learn stone masonry from Jesus' father. No, from his own father. It's from his own father. Sorry, yeah, Jesus' father is a carpenter. carpenter. So what's James? James, James is Jesus' brother. Yeah. So who's Jesus' father? Joseph. Joseph. No, 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 Joseph. Okay, Jesus right. Christ. I mean, that's a that's a that's a straightforward one. <laughs> okay, you're right. I really don't know this stuff very well. But anyway, so he's going to learn uh, and the stone masonry. Real bad, though. Yeah, and well, then they like, it. and they meet. Uh, this is like slightly later. Mary and they meet Mary Magdalene, and then like Biff is like so in love with her, but Mary Magdalene is so in love with Jesus. But Jesus is like, I think I'm the son of God, and I. Well, he, yeah, he's been told that by his mom. Whoever's yeah. like, she's just a crazy person who doesn't want to, you know, say who the real daddy is because there's no Maury Povich yet. Yes. So if anything, where it's, I got a you know, picture and Jesus is like, my, I was born to a, my mother was a virgin when I was born. And so like, yeah, that's why three random guys showed up with presents on your birthday. <laughs> 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 sure. Hope it's that, not that Murrah guy. <laughs> uh, anyway, so there's some funny stuff like, um, in the middle of the night, Jesus and Biff and Magdalene, like they sneak out because there's two. They call her Maggie the whole time. They book. do call her Maggie. To differentiate yeah. her from other Mary because they, they're unoriginal with female names. Gotcha. And because there's a big Roman statue, naked man, oh, Roman yeah. statue. The Greek yeah. statue. Yeah. That, um, and they're always on about like you can't have depictions of people. Graven images. That's yeah. like the second or third commandment. Isn't that one of the only ones? I, I, I think, think it's it a is, commandment, yeah. isn't it? Oh, it's, it's, it's a you can't worship there. idols, but they don't... Oh, maybe that's graven images as part of that part. It's like, part a, it's like a sub-clause. Yeah. It's right. still a thing in Muslim stuff. Yeah. I guess it's a thing it for is. Jews. I don't know. So, so the statue and the idea is they're going to go out and circumcise the statue. Uh, but <laughs> they accidentally knock his entire dick off, and then they get caught by the Roman soldier just as his dick falls off. And they get in trouble. Well, then the... Uh, it's just like a Friends episode. Yeah. But then... But then it turns really fast because that soldier then gets murdered in front of them by uh, the Sicarii guy. Jew assassins. Yeah. Which is apparently <laughs> a thing, I guess. Yeah, it was pretty badass. It was like Munich, but, you know, yeah, it was just like Munich. <laughs> <laughs> and so... It was like he, he hits the back of the pen and the guy gets stabbed with a knife bullet. So <laughs> they're like, one, only one God. Romans, you should get the fuck out of here. And he and he stabs the dude a bunch of times, and they're like, "We didn't see anything." I'm six. Maggie's uncle. Oh fuck! And it's like in that story we're gonna read next month. So they do like the grandma and uh, mm. a good oh. man is hard to find. I know who you are. <laughs> and how he, convenient! And then he's gonna kill them. And I forget how they get out of it. Another the other um, because so what they arrest. James. Joseph. Joseph. They arrest Joseph. He's just marrying Joseph. <laughs> I swear James was an important person. James too. is the son, is like it's the, the other brother. Jesus brother, brother. Gotcha. Okay, so they arrest Joseph, and they, Joseph is about to get like in trouble or be killed by the Romans, and Jesus brings the Roman soldier back to life. It's like, nah, that other guy did it. And the, the Roman soldier who's like leaking bodily fluids, <laughs> you know, out of his, you know, he's like leaking out of blood. all of his holes. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> um, says, no, 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 it wasn't him. It was a different guy. Oh, okay. 
All I right. got better. That's fine. <laughs> but then they, they take the, the guy, uh, they kill the dude right there on the spot, stab him. I don't know why he would show up to the trial yeah. anyway. Just like, don't be there. Be literally anywhere else. I'm not going to find you. And then that guy dies right afterwards. <laughs> like yeah. Jesus stops puppet mastering him, and he collapses dead. Yeah. yeah. So just He can't keep home. it up. He's a little kid. Well, this is not the first time he tried to resurrect somebody in the book. He tried to resurrect the other lady that had just randomly died. He's, he hasn't yet come into his powers. Yeah, he doesn't really know what to do with them. And uh, he's still learning. Blah. So anyway, after that episode, um, he had Jesus... A beer? Well, I guess he had a beer. No, wow. he didn't have a beer, but we'll have a beer. Well, um, oh, this one. Yeah. He decides he needs to learn more about you know being a messiah. And... Uh, also, he's always competing with his cousin, John the Baptist. Well, they, they only meet him when they're heading over to, the, to Jerusalem. Because John the Baptist believes he's the Messiah, but he's a little bit embarrassed about it. Yeah. He says, repent, sinners, and he's just waterboarding people. <laughs> <laughs> and eventually he's like, I think I'm the Messiah. It's like, oh, thank God. I thought it was me, and I don't know how to do it with this shit. It's going to suck. This is called Follow Me. It's an American IPA. This is by the uh, 14th Star Brewing Company. The veteran-owned brewery at the top or something like that? Are they from Vermont? A veteran-owned Vermont craft brewery. Does 14 stars mean something in Vermont? I guess it's, it's like, like 14th state. Oh. Okay. Uh, really? Yep. Uh, what? Well, I guess, oh, I guess there were 13 colonies Vermont broke off from Vermont was the first new state. It uh, broke off after, uh, after New York, actually. That makes sense. Okay. Cool. Good for you, Vermont. And there's a picture of a veteran, like a soldier guy, saying, follow me. He's got a knife on his gun. 4.9%. You could do better, guys. It's actually not bad. It's nice. It's light. Yeah, it's okay. It's pretty light. Mm-hmm. Very dry. Not too, uh, not too hoppy. Brewed with five American-Australian hop varieties. Okay. Follow me is not only the motto of the United States industry, but it summarizes what we here at 14 Star strive for, to inspire others to stand up and make an impact and, hold, and lead their own causes to victory. Like Jesus. There you go. And he's like, follow me. This is not a Christian IPA, Christian podcast. No. <laughs> Clearly. In case that gets taken out of context. <laughs> I can't imagine they would want us. They would want to pretend this is a... And then the Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing that helps us really, you know, they'll pick all, up in the podcast they'll all charts. They'll unsubscribe after the second episode. Or the, uh, if after they, this, if, follow Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> <laughs> Part six. Yeah. Or maybe, you know, they might have missed the first few minutes of the podcast where Nate didn't know who Jesus' <laughs> parents were. And they're like, oh, they're a bunch of good Christian boys. Yeah. Like, so there's uh, this one guy, uh, well, you James, know, they would and say his Joseph, wife. Joseph isn't important. He's just like the sperm donor. Well, he, he's just well, he like, isn't, actually. He just put food on the table for that fucking kid. <laughs> you know, like, what the fuck? He had a good union job. He raised the kid. That's what matters. And the words of Shaq, biological, didn't matter. That's one of Shaq's rap songs. Shaq's rap songs? Shaq was a rapper in the 90s. Yeah, but, like, I mean, why did he have that line? Shaq's like, biological father didn't raise him. He had like, an adoptive father. Okay. Well, pretty sure that's our name of song. Like, biological. Not, I think it's biological didn't matter. Like something like I don't think that's really it's how that works. It's hard to incorporate into flow. Well, Shaq didn't really try. Yeah, no. His, I'm sure biological it's, didn't bother. Excuse me. That's almost better. That flows so much better. kind of does. It flows a little more. So Jesus and Biff decide they've got to get, get on and get on to awesome. foreign places. Because Maggie's getting married to the douchebag guy. Jackin. Jacon. I'm sure it's Jacon. He's been jacking off. Because he's been jaconning. And, and, and Maggie's like, 
tell Jesus to meet me behind this place at night, the day before my wedding, before or the day before you leave or something. And because I'm 14, I'm getting hitched. And, Which uh, was, as he said in the standard. epilogue, yeah, actually normal. pretty realistic oh, yeah. for the time. For sure. I mean, for back then, that's what it was. Yeah, it's true. It was like, oh, what's yeah, she no, going to do back, after back that then, age? Yeah. And you can't argue with the You're science 14, of... get a job and get a, have a kid. Like, okay, shit. <laughs> now it's like, learn algebra and how shapes work. Yeah. So then uh, Maggie's like, tell Jesus to meet me here. And, and Jesus is like, I can't do it. I'm definitely I'm, not going to go there. I'm supposed to not know a woman. He's like, I think, and you probably, you should get clarification on that from the angel. And that's like a recurring thing. Yeah, it's like, have you yeah. really like asked them like what that means? And the angels keep showing up at the wrong times because they exist like almost outside of time, so they keep fucking up. It's like, oh, go look at this thing. It's like, that was supposed to be 10 years ago, man. It's like, oh, did I miss it? Oh, uh, well. I got distracted <laughs> destroying a city or whatever. Like, and so then... I hadn't destroyed any Sodoms in a while. Uh, Biff goes and bangs Mary Magdalene all night long. He's like in the... He pulls the Revenge of the Nerds where they bang oh, yeah. and she's like... Thanks so much. She's like, no problem. And she's like, is that you, Biff? It's like, yes. Like, <laughs> it's like, all right, fine. Which is, you know, morally, morally questionable. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen Revenge of the Nerds in a while. That, that, that probably wouldn't hold up today. No, it doesn't. Where he like goes down on the girl and she thinks it's her boyfriend and it's definitely not him. It's like, that's uh, it's a felony. Ooh. But she's like, oh, but he's so nice now. He really knew how to eat the cat. So, you know, yeah. Give him a pass. So then uh, Jesus bangs Mary... I'm uh, sorry. Biff bangs Mary Magdalene all night long. And, and he's like, hey, leave. Jesus, smell my fingers. <laughs> and then they leave. And he's like, tell me all about it. I was like, man, you want to you wanna fucking find out for real. That, that was one of the funniest scenes, I think, was when he's like, he makes Biff bang all the prostitutes. And he's like, in the next room over. He's like, just yell out what's happening to describe it to me. He's like, oh, it's pretty good. It's, it's cool. Moist. I, yeah, it's pretty nice. <laughs> they spend all their money in like the first two weeks. <laughs> and uh, well, the, the hooker speaks like doesn't speak the same language. She speaks Greek, which Jesus understands, but Biff doesn't or something. And so there's like this translation thing, and he's going like, um, "What's happening right now? Uh, uh, well, what did she say? Uh, she can't talk. She has her mouth full. She's like, it's not full." And then like, there's some. <laughs> it's a funny, you know, funny stuff. But it kind of goes on for a while, like. The him banging prostitutes thing, that's like a quarter of the book is Biff fucking prostitutes. Yeah, it is. Like when he goes to the, like when they go to the uh, the first Magi. Well, they're, they're like on eight. a quest to find oh, the Magi. Yeah. Yeah. So they can learn what it's like, to, how to be a good Messiah. Right. Because, you know, they're supposed to save the Jewish people, so they ask three non-Jews. Yeah. Smart move. And they find, uh, is it Melchior the first one they Melchior get? is the first one. Who is the... He's like, he's, like he's, in, a he's in like Kabul, right? Isn't he in Afghanistan? Yeah, he's some sort of Middle Eastern kind of dude. He's like a magician who lives in like a giant fortress with Cave. a harem of seven Chinese prostitutes. No, eight. One was named Sue. Oh, right. Eight. Yeah. <laughs> one is one is Sue. They all have long names. They're like they dainty like long, footed pillow tits. They're like uh, <laughs> they're like uh, Puritan names with like whole sentences with dashes in them. Yeah, that's weird. And they just abbreviate them. And then one is just called Sue. Like, yes. What's that short for? Suzanne or Susan <laughs> or something. <laughs> Yeah, sure, why not? And then he starts teaching him about Taoism. He's like, oh. Is it Taoism? Yeah, he starts quoting fucking Lao Lao Tzu, but I mean, he's a little, but like, what he was teaching him wasn't Taoism at all. They did a lot of alchemy. Yeah, which was part of ancient Chinese practice, but I don't know too much about Taoism. I know a fair amount. I mean, it's just like the hippiest Chinese ethical system. It's just basically like go with the flow. Yeah, it's like, don't worry about things and like be one with nature and... It's like just the way. do. It's very Jedi-ish. It's like yeah, it is kind of like Jedi's. 
it's like just like just kind of just go with it, man, and things will work out. And like, don't force anything. It's unnatural. It's not going to happen. So just vibe, just vibe, man. Also, drink this mercury. It'll make you immortal. What? Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. So then they hang out there with that guy and do that for a while. Also, Probably. there's a demon locked in his basement. Oh yeah, I forgot how that worked out. Uh, they, but uh, the the yeah. the king guy, the wise man, he's like in love with Jesus. Yeah, he definitely wants to. So fuck he like Jesus loses concentration, and because he's like been concentrated concentrating on keeping the demon like. Well, in his Biff Biff gets one of the whores from the harem to make a impression of the key because she's a good metallurgist, of course. And they open the open the thing. It's like don't ever go in there. It's like okay, sure, we'll never go in there. And they're there for like five they're years. Pretty, yeah. And at the end of the five years, they go into it, and there's a demon in there, and he eats all the whores. And then they have a big action thing where they get out of there and eventually banish the demon to hell. But, you know, that was like the source of Melchior's power and why he's like 2,000 years, 200 years old, and then he's just aged, and then he dies. But it was odd. It was like, ooh, okay, sure, that's a thing. Yeah. And one whore makes it out, and she takes all this stuff and leaves town. Yeah. Can I say that... um one of the things I was thinking about as reading this is that it's basically the gospel according to Forrest Gump because Biff just, just like, stumbles through interferes and like fucks shit up and it's like, oh, like the part where he invents cappuccino. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is like Forrest Gump. Just like, let's make these beans real wet and drink it. They're like, oh, this guy's been, this is so bitter. Give me some of that goat milk. And then the guy's like, what are you doing? You're ruining my bean juice. Like, oh, actually, that's really quite nice. <laughs> yeah. like, I bet if you put cinnamon on top of that, it'd be even better. We gotta go. <laughs> so have a nice day. And it's like the fucking straight yeah. out of Forrest mm-hmm. Gump. Yeah. And there were a couple other scenes I can't remember now, but like the same kind of kind of corny shit. But then he's done there. Yeah. And they move on to is Gaspar Tibet. next? Or oh. Gaspar's the last one. Fuck their names. Yeah, yeah, the second, the second, second one, which is which is like Tibet. Balthazar. He's like, a, he's like a Buddhist monk. Yeah. Is it Balthazar? Balthazar or Gaspar? I don't fucking remember. Yeah, it's probably Balthazar, because I think Gaspar's a little the last one. So I'll say Balthazar. And if you're wrong, whatever. Who cares? It's all fake. It's a silly book. He, mo- <laughs> he goes there to become a Buddhist monk. He learns Kung Fu and talks to a Yeti. Yeah. That's when it really started to get dumb It as got balls. weird. It got weird. And he masters Buddhism in, you know, three years. Then comes a Bodhisattva. Because <laughs> that's how it works. Yeah. Those guys spend, you know, multiple lifetimes, theoretically, doing their thing. But he just knocks, he bangs that shit out in a fortnight. <laughs> <laughs> he is the Messiah. Yes. He doesn't need to really be too... Uh, he, that's where he learns how to uh, fit himself into a jar? Or no, that's, that's the Hindu one. That sounds like a Hindu... He learns, he, learns how to, he learns how to meditate real good. And he lives with the monks and they shave their heads. And, and Biff shaves a yak and then he cures Biff. Because the yak beat the shit out of him. <laughs> yeah, Biff is like a bumbling idiot. And his, his only real job is to be the... This is Big Trouble in Little China, the book. I've never uh, seen that. Have you seen this? No, you know he's never It's seen a movie. It's not that a, classic it's, film. It's, it's a Some movie where uh, Kurt Russell is a truck driver, and he comes across this guy who's having a, a like there's like a supernatural war in Chinatown, and the other guy is trying to fight against these you know three you know wizard demons of Chinatown, and Kurt Russell just provides the wise cracks and like the shit talking, and the other guy does all the fighting, and he just runs around. And he also gets a side lady. But he's like the sidekick, but it's all from his perspective. So it's like an action, it's like a kung fu action movie where like he's, he says shit and the other guy runs off to fight and he goes to another room and you just follow him. 
So it's kind of like that. Yeah, that's, that's pretty accurate. Except this guy is Jesus and not a kung fu master. Though he is a kung fu master in this book. Ultimately, yes. Yes. There were funny, I'm just remembering more of the funny jokes, but they do kind of wear thin after a while because Christopher Moore really yeah. recycles a lot of the same kind of jokes. There's a lot of punny things, which were like puns on the show, of course, but one of the ones I liked was whenever Biff would say, I, I believe it is written that, you know, he who wanks first, wanks last. Or like he'll just say like some nonsense is clearly not in the Bible. Yeah, and she's like, I, "That is definitely not written. That is not. No, no it is. It's in uh, Dalmatians eleven uh, verse fifteen. Amphibians fourteen two. Yeah, imbeciles. Uh, like, I twenty one. Study my Torah more. <laughs> like those are when, funny jokes. When the Marmites smote the Vegemites. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's funny stuff like that, but it's uh, I don't know. It, it it's it's gets... odd. The the tone doesn't always match what he's going for. I mean, I know it's mm. supposed to be a comedy book, but also it's just like. It's too like long and highbrow. Yeah, it's like a historical fiction Jesus with dick jokes. Yeah, which I'm not like like offended by it, but it, it it's, it's, it's an interesting story. It is, but like the he's only got one tone. Christopher Moore has one tone for. I mean, I've only read this the second book I've read, but from what I've heard, he writes the same thing every time. Yeah, that's pretty fair. It's it's, it's just the setup that changes. Yeah, I mean, it's just I mean Biff is just pocket again, and yeah. I mean, I guess we'll get to it eventually, but the end was weird. I don't remember if it happened, but in every other book of his, at one point or another, they used the phrase, heinous fuckery most foul. They did not use that. I don't that think that happens one. in this book. No. But in like hmm. four other books of his that I've read, that, that phrase comes up somewhere. Either it's in like a Shakespearean. Well, they might as well have, but. Like the Shakespearean phrase, or yeah. he has like a Jamaican Rasta guy say it, so it sounds like fitting. Yeah. yeah. But I don't think it was uh, in this. Well, I mean, in this, it's. I don't know. I mean, after that, they go to the Hindu guy, and he masters that, you know, off the bat, and then they go back, and then this kind of picks up where the Bible picks up. Yeah. Karen Lazarus and shit like that. Yeah, and they have, like, it's like a funny version of the Bible. So yeah. it's it's odd. And throughout the whole thing, Biff is learning more and more about the actual Bible, because he's been dead for the, you know, 2,000 or so years. Yeah, he's sneaking into the bathroom to read the Bible and see what the other guys said, and, like, they missed all this good shit. And, he's and like, this guy clearly wasn't there. I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Yeah, he says stuff that's it's kind of funny because it sounds like stuff biblical scholars say to a degree. He's like, this is not the Matthew I knew. This is at least second or maybe third hand. And, like, well, that's kind of what people say. Like, it was like he of, left me out completely. I was there as his best friend. Is it like, Matthew? Is it Matthew? He was a tax collector. He had a mind for numbers, but he guy couldn't write his name. Yeah. <laughs> So it's uh, yeah, it's funny. It's kind of yeah, but it is. I just it's just way too long. I felt it was just too much shit. I mean, I thought it was amusing enough. That's what I would say. It was amusing. I mean, enough. yeah, it it definitely does is is too long for kind of a silly book. And the it's like he couldn't tell if the book should be silly or like interesting. Yeah, he tried to make he tried to explain stuff about Jesus through these things, right? Like it's not like Jesus learned. Taoism uh, for no purpose that sort of influenced the things he does in his adult ministry. It, it made a it made a certain amount of sense. Yeah, but that's a little I mean, that is a little too serious and thought out for a book that features extended passages of a child fucking a hooker to tell yeah. his other friend what it's like. Yeah, I mean, and it, it it could it could it could work, but I don't. It just the the tone flip flops so much. I think if it was just cut down a bit. Just trim that shit a little, like, like for example, when they go to the first Magi's house and Biff pisses them off and he gets poisoned that he can't move for 
And they paint weeks. them blue. Yeah, like, they're just kind of like it's just. There's no purpose to it. It just happens. It's just like an episode could have cut the entire thing out. Yeah, uh, it's, it's like some of the jokes just don't land. Sure, and they keep going. There are a lot of old timey jokes. A lot of corny. That old timey. No, no, but I mean, like, yeah. there's a lot of corny old timey yeah. kind of jokes. But then also some like just straight raunchy I mean, jokes. I, yeah, I mean, I was telling you this before, but I think Christopher Moore is kind of the guy who's just like, eh, eh, get it, get it, aren't, aren't I funny? Yan, 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 like, elbowing you all the time. is like, yeah, it's, it's funny, okay, <laughs> I get it. But he does have legitimately funny lines. There are, there are parts that were legitimately funny. I really liked the line uh, in the very beginning when Biff is awakened or whatever, resurrected. And he's like, I've been given, I've given you the gift of tongues. Like, I've always had the gift of tongues. That's any girl I've been with. Like, that's, that's a funny line. And then it just moves on. But yeah, but it, you know, he just there's a lot of passages that aren't very funny or even important. Like, yeah, you're like, eh, just, you know what is important? Know. Yeah, beers. Beer. We got a lot of beers here. Um, here, I just want to do anything. I think we picked this up, Nate. You had a reason for it. What's it called? Future oh, glow. Future glow. Because in the beginning. Jesus is just sort of like a kid, but in the future, he's going to be the Son of God. And he's going to glow. And the Messiah, sort of. This is a session India Pale Ale by, oh, this is also the Burlington Beer Company. I've learned not to look for their name. There we go. It's a similar design to that yeah. other one. Yeah. I think I have. It's nice. Another can like that for something else. Saved in the vault. Vault. The beer vault. It's bitterer than I. Yeah. It's bitterer than it smells. This is not, I think it's. For the lighter body and sweetness, like this amount of bitterness is a bit overwhelming for me. Yeah. It's a little intense. But it's not bad. It's like almost astringent. Is that like the right word for that? It could be. It's 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 I don't know. I mean it's this is like a session one, but I couldn't drink a lot of these. It's probably just low alcohol, but if you drink enough of this, you won't taste anything. Four point five percent. It must fatigue your palate, you know? My mouth is fatigued. Well, you know you'll need to deal with that fatigue. A second beer? A second beer. This is called resilience. It's from Butt County Proud. <laughs> <laughs> Sierra Nevada. It's this Butte County Proud IPA. Uh, they made this beer um, to raise money for those terrible forest fires. So for this beer, I don't exactly know how the logistics of it worked out, but I think Sierra Nevada made like a recipe, and then they got tons of other breweries to make the same beer and call it the same thing, and it would raise funds for California wildfire Whatever. So they got money. they they gave you like a list of ingredients and said make a beer. I think they gave him like I think they might have given the exact recipe. I'm not really sure how it worked, honestly. Probably the stories on that can somewhere because a lot of breweries Made did one. this. It's a kind of standard IPA, old school. Yeah. I mean, it's fine. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. It's it's not as a it's a little sweeter than I thought it would be. Almost like a like a bitter caramel kind of thing. Yeah, I can see that. There's a lot more sweet, multi flavors in there than well, you used to get. That's the thing, yeah. yeah. I don't think they actually put caramel itself. Yeah, that's just the word I used. Well, that's a fair. It also looks the color. It's more descriptive of the color. We still have one more beer. So, all right. Fast forward. Jesus is doing his thing. Being Jesus. They get back to, back to Israel. Yeah. After an extended period of time hanging out in the East. And years. banging prostitutes. Like... We should keep track of how many he bangs. It's absurd. Yeah, yeah. He learns all of the Kama Sutra by rote. And they all have really funny names. Uh, the all, most. all the things that he, uh, he's yeah. learning from the from the Woman the behind pickle cart giving birth to bulldog. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's the kind of stuff that's funny in a Christopher Moore book. Yeah. But when you then have heady chapters about 
Jesus struggling with how to be the Messiah and also learn about, you know, controlling his fucking chakras or whatever. Like, it just seems weird. Yeah. It just, it, it just doesn't it bounces back and forth oddly. It's like it doesn't know what it wants to do. You know, only the book, it, how irreverent it wants to be to the Bible. Yeah. And the rest of it is pretty much like the Bible, but told funnier. But then the end is a little different. The end is a little different. Because you know from the beginning, it's said, but like a throw, it's said so quickly, you don't notice it, that there's a scene where, not Matt Major D, but like bus boy, not bus boy, I don't fucking baggage handle room, guy, whatever room it is. The room service guy. Yeah, the room service guy. Bell Jesus. Bell Hobby. His name is Jesus, yeah. or Jesus probably, I yeah, imagine. Yeah, it's Jesus. And I think, not that one, not like Joshua. And they tip him, and they give him a dime. <laughs> and he's like, this is really insulting that you're giving me a dime, by the way. And... He says, like, oh, sorry, they looked just like the shekels we got that I you know, I dug up from where uh, I, t- I buried them after I hanged Judas, you know, the 30 pieces of silver or whatever it is. Mm. And then we sold them. And we got like $20,000 for them. We were paying for this hotel. So that's been pretty sweet. And then and you kind of forget about that line. That's a significant departure. Yeah, because in, in Bible verse or world, Judas hangs himself. With shame. With shame. shame. But in this one... Also, I noticed that in the end of Fool, like it's funny, 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 and then like at the end, he turns into like badass, almost not action hero, but like get shit done, alpha dude, yeah, kill the bad guy, fuck yeah, like oh that it he really it, it changes tones like really again, just like okay, well yeah, I mean Bib was kind of like the douchebag the whole time, but the funny douchebag suddenly is like yeah, alpha bro in the end. It's like, oh, I don't know. Man, why does he kill Biff, uh, Biff, Judas again? Like, because like Judas is a traitor. But like, though, also the reason that Judas gave for turning on Jesus was really lame. It was just like he was just too good. He made we just the rest can't of us, have people like that. Yeah, he made the rest of us not feel good. Like, okay, what the fuck? What? That's it? <laughs> I mean, you could give like the real reason or something. They paid me. I was like, all right, I get it. But this was like he was. It was too good to have around. People like him can't be around us. And I was like, that's that it? Basically it yeah. That's fucking mm-hmm. weak. It's a weak sauce. That makes even <laughs> less sense in the fucking Bible. At least he did it for money in the Bible. That's pretty straightforward. I mean, he did it for money in this, too. But he also was like, he was too good. Like, eh. Well, that sounds like Scooby-Doo villain. You know, like, that's not, uh, and I would have gotten away with it, too. It wasn't for you meddling apostles. Pretty much. And then Biff kills himself, right? I guess Yeah, so. he kills Judas and then immediately kills himself. And he misses out on the resurrection. Yeah. The old one, too. And uh, therefore, his uh, his gospel is missing the really important part, actually. Yes. But also, his gospel fills in all the other parts people missed. And their angels are like, cool, thanks for writing that. And then he shacks up with Mary, who they also brought back. Mary Magdalene, not yeah, his she's, mother. She's yeah, she's hanging out in the she's room like, next you, door. She wrote hers weeks ago. I was like, well, you know, I missed out on like 15 years in the middle there, so it was much shorter. It's like, oh, that makes sense, yeah. <laughs> and then they go hang out. And then they fucking spooge in each other. I don't know. I mean, that's pretty much what's implied. Yeah, they're going to go just, they get to go and live they again. they probably have a beer. They probably do. First thing, maybe, maybe the first thing they did was have another beer. And, uh, you know, this, this applies in many ways to the book and to the, the Bible itself. Nate, what is this? Uh, that is called C Translation by Industrial Arts and the Far Yeast Brewing Company. So one, Mary Magdalene was a whore. Lots of yeast, at least in the Bible. <laughs> that is not well, the also connection like, I was making. I thought it was okay. in the Bible she's never actually called a whore. No, she's not. And that's a big part of this one is like she definitely wasn't a whore. She was like a lady who liked Jesus, but he couldn't know her in the biblical sense. So what's the connection actually, Nate? They go to the 
far yeast. <laughs> also, they they translate a lot of stuff. Yeah, I mean that's a big issue with the Bible in general. Is translation. And Biff is given the gift of tongues. Indeed, yes. But the angel doesn't have it. The angel's stupid as hell. It only speaks Aramaic. <laughs> but yet somehow understands the soap operas on TV. Good point. Subtitles. What are the yeah. SAP buttons for? In Aramaic? <laughs> yeah. They're out there. In they're right after Aramaic. Right after, a, right after Portuguese Aramaic. <laughs> 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 this is a pretty nice uh, idea. A little on the light side, flavor-wise. Not as uh, dank as the can makes you say. Makes you it's not at all dank, but it's, it's quite nice. It says zesty dankness on the, on the can, I think. I wouldn't call this dank. It smells stronger than zesty, punchy dankness. Yeah, I don't really get that from No, it. I really think anyone who's used the word dank for beer is pretty fucking dead terrible. I have definitely used that word on this podcast, and it is appropriate yeah, but sometimes. It's, you use it because they came up with it. Well, I'm sure, yeah. It was, uh, yeah, yeah. You, didn't like, you didn't like think like, oh, this sounds, this smells or tastes pretty dank. This reminds me of a dungeon. Because it's definitely <laughs> like, a, it's like, a, it's like a marijuana word. And a meme word. People use it for memes, the dank memes. Oh, yeah. The fucking the worst. The dankest memes. The dankest. The memes you watch on Thanksgiving. <laughs> I'm dankful for them. <laughs> All right. This is okay. I think my favorite thing was uh, this fucking cider, which I keep going back to. Well, yeah, because the ciders are always fucking banging. And it's a big bottle, so I don't want to waste them, you know? I'll have some more, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's the end of the book. So what uh, what'd you guys think? I mean, this was the second time I read it. Really? Yeah. Well, because I read it before. Me too. And, and Bill, I, like, I only yeah, read it a half time through this way, so I don't remember the ending for that reason. But I read it a while ago, too. And and I will finish it. And I thought it was fun. I thought this sort of, I want to say, like, jokes per page was higher in Fool. It's sort of like more dense with yeah. funny stuff yeah. and yeah. clever things. Where this also, is, I thought the it, jokes landed better in Fool, but there were there were too many, too but many in Fool. There were too many in Fool. After a while, I was like, oh Jesus, okay, I get it. But at least they were better. Like it was more, but, it was more consistently like it was more consistent. Certainly, okay, because it did not have the interspersing with Jesus. Mm-hmm. I liked I liked this book in uh, I like I, I did I did enjoy it, but I think the idea of it is so funny. You know, just the just the title. Yes, right, the certainly. gospel according to Biff. But it also, Christ like, friend or whatever. Chris, Christopher Moore seems to have a thing where it's like, it's just Rosencrantz Rosen and Gilden's turn, but yeah, every he, other story. He only has a couple of those. He does have, like, he, like he a got a bunch of, of other stuff, books. yeah. yeah. But the only ones we've paid attention to have been those, because Fool... Like, a, a popular story from someone else's perspective. I mean, he, he's not the only person that does that at all. No, certainly. But that's Fool and now uh, this. But what did you do the other Shakespeare one? The Serpent of Venice. Which is, is really is just, just like Pocket it's po- Again. Yeah, it is literally... So it's the same character. It's, it's yeah, literally it's Pocket, pocket. Again. Yeah. But Biff was basically just Pocket. Yeah. Maybe it, uh, part of it was it was missing uh, the drool, you know? Maybe. Well, they had a bar, bar Bartholomew, Bartholomew, the uh, the uh, the village idiot, yeah, who's the stoic, yeah, he's a stoic. What, what is he trying to do? He's I'm trying. He's processing to to the dogs, look his own balls, or something. Yeah, yeah. that's what he's doing. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's trying to look his own balls, <laughs> and, he's, balls. <laughs> and, and he's the Greek philosopher. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was. It's fun. It is. It it is. A, I just. It's like four hundred and sixty pages, which for a, a goofy book about making fun of the Bible, that just is frankly too long. Did you Did you read like the uh, the afterword? Uh, he, not tried this to, time. he tried to like justify it. I I, I don't remember what it said. I didn't remember it. It was fine, but it was. Kind of, I got it. What he was talking about. It was kind of like uh, trying to like make his case for doing this. It was like, all right, I get it. I mean, you don't have to like. I don't think he needs to make a case for doing it. Yeah, it's fine. I didn't think he needed offended. to. But you know, like, no. it's what's funny is he did that at the end of Fool also. Yeah, and it was just only like, like, like it was only like four or five dude. more pages, but it was also funny. 
like his little explanation. Like, it wasn't, fool it wasn't explaining funny why he one. wrote Fool. Yeah. It was like, that was also clever and well-written. This one was just like, oh, I didn't research it defensive. very much, but I definitely researched it a lot. I was like, okay, well, I mean, I just don't put this part in. It was a little defensive. It was a little like, yeah. don't be mad at me, very religious people. It's just a joke. Yeah, kind of. Well, I mean, book nerds are very definitely very sensitive if you're going to like take on Shakespeare. But a, a more uh, righteous crowd, it's going to be the, the Bible thumpers. So they're not going to read the book anyway. And he said that in that. I was like, I think, I'm pretty sure he said, like, if you're really into it, you're probably not going to read this book. Totally. But they would, um, that doesn't mean people wouldn't necessarily protest or get upset. Yeah. In fact, typically people who protest and get upset about things don't read or watch the thing they're upset about. They don't even know. They're just like, that yeah. idea bothers me. I don't like it. He's my Jesus. That's my goddamn Messiah. So, uh, yeah, that's, uh, I mean, I, it's fun. But it's, I just felt it's a like little drawn out and could have been 20% shorter and would have like, like been yeah. more effective. It doesn't know what it's trying to do. Yeah, I agree. Nate? I mean, I liked it. I thought it was fun, but I do agree that it did, did go on too long. It's just, it's like a, to spend seven or eight hours reading this book, a lot of time to read for a book that's mostly dick jokes. It was, you know, it was like um, Girl with a Dragon Tattoo. Oh, God. Wasn't that bad? That had a no, lot no, of, no, but no. that had well, a lot well, of extra stuff in yeah, it. Yeah, but I mean, like, the, where the guy writes... A main character who's just like the wittiest, bangs everyone, kills the bad guy in the end. Or just like, it's kind of like, oh, I wish I was just cool. Like, oh, sure. Like Dan was, Brown? Yeah. It took, it took like a, yeah, like Dan Brown. Where it's just like, okay, eh, I don't know. This is, this is your porn. Yeah. This, <laughs> this is like, oh, this, is, this is what I would do. You know, I'd bang all the Chinese prostitutes. It's like, all right, dude. <laughs> yeah. That was, uh, I could see that. And if since he has a bit of a track record of doing this, Christopher Martin, maybe that's his. Hey, maybe he's very. He's probably a very funny dude in real life. Yeah. No, I think he definitely is. It just you know it it. I don't know. I was conflicted on this one. Well, you know, he, it was a good story. Lord works in mysterious ways. You know, it's hard to know. That's true. He does. Well, if you know how the Lord works, yeah, tell us what you thought. Send us an email to drunkguysbookclub at gmail.com. Or uh, follow us on Twitter at drunkguysbc. Or go to Facebook and Instagram at drunkguysbookclub. And if you've listened uh, this long, please uh, leave us a review wherever you are. Five and... Star of Davids. <laughs> yes. And uh, pray for us. Inshallah. Now at the hour of our hangovers. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> and we are now a uh, member of the Hopped Up Network, a network of independent beer podcasters. So if you like this, why don't you check them out too? Yeah. Thanks for listening.